So what does it feel like to be you? Natalina, what does it feel like to be you? Oh, gosh. You know, it's such a good question because I think I think that the, the process of revealing to yourself who you are can be a whole adventure and journey. Actually, Ava and I, we were talking about this this morning, how you have invited all of us to change things about, you know, when you change things, change everything and how uncomfortable that can be. However, in the process of changing everything, you generally wind up finding what is actually you. And what does that feel like? Well, when when you finally get there, it, it feels like you're not pretending anymore. It feels yes like you're not pushing. It feels like you don't have to perform. It feels like just, I don't know, it can be kind of boring, I guess. <laughs> All right, that is a great thing. Boring. Is it boring to feel like you? Well, now that is a judgment that you may be having all the time. This concept of feeling like you, the first thing that you, you would notice, that is what I notice, is your shoulders feel soft. And the word is soft. All of a sudden, you feel like you're not trying. And so that is another thing I really want to address here is what makes us want to try? What makes us want to keep going, to work, to be in a certain way? And it's not always this desire to have something, to have that guy and all moving forward and stuff. It's, it's not always wanting to uh, get the last word or control him. Sometimes it's just sheer survival. What if you're in pain or you have a standard kind of a siren thing going on, a metabolic, hormones, uh, thyroid, all that stuff that I'm really, really interested in right now because that stuff can create anxiety. Absolutely. It can create depression. Absolutely. And this is physiology affecting the way you feel and your brain and your emotions. So we want to kind of go in and out of this whole concept of it is your physiology that is really important for you to pay attention to. And I've been a student of this for so long. My own email that went out. I've been a student of this for so long from physical therapy, exercise, how we move our feet, how the pain goes up through our body and the discomfort and how we adjust, how we tilt our head if our eyes are funny, and then it creates a whole different physiology in our body, which absolutely changes the way our organs function and the way our hormones function, and it can change the way we emotionally feel. That's why it's so important to feel what you feel and start to notice this. I think what I want, hi, lady. What I want to really um, generally cover over the next year here is, and I'm going to get a bunch of doctors and specialists on board for these areas and maybe do some summits or big things, but I want to start here with you guys, is when you walk out, let's say you walk in the dog, you just walk around the block or you walk from your car to a building you have to go to, what's going on for you? Now, Lena, give, give me an idea for you so that it will help everybody kind of answer. I might be thinking about 
<laughs> trying not to run into people, wanting to run into people, my, my list of to-dos, the things that I don't want to do on my to-do list. <laughs> wow. All right. So do you ever just look at a tree? Not as often as I could. All right. So back to the basic then. If Natalina has trouble with this and I have trouble with this, how can any of us hope <laughs> to get into this space of empty mind, empty thoughts, and being present? How can we hope to do that in front of a man when it feels high stakes and nerve wracking and, and our patterns are coming in? So let's go back to this really key word of patterns, patterning. I'm gonna have to call it something kill patterning <laughs> or um, stop patterning. And what it is, is any number of triggers could happen for you, right? If anybody wants to write one of their triggers or anything that you want me to cover, uh, please write it down. Let me see if I can find it on my screen, your comment. So this concept of pattern. So let's say you are walking to your to or from your car, you're walking your dog, you're walking in front of your house, you're taking a walk, you're outside, you're in nature. We all know nature helps, right? Seeing a tree helps. And your pattern is still enacted. In other words, I could take a vacation to Hawaii. I could go to any gorgeous place in the world and I would still bring me and my patterns, right? The only difference is it works like sex works the emotions that are evoked by sex right away, the physical, can break the pattern, right? And all of a sudden you're there. And then you disappear again, back into your thoughts. But you're there for a moment. That's why chemistry is so uh, important to all of us with a relationship, because it breaks that pattern, right? It's a pattern interrupt. And if he's not doing a good job, sexually or we're not feeling the juice or we're not feeling the chemistry innately for him and our chemistry is likely connected to the wrong kind of man who's not going to be good for us at all which confuses everything so let's say that he's not pattern interrupting for us he's maybe milk toasty or he's not trained properly and then you feel you have to do something and train this is how you end up back in your patterns and wrecking what could be a great relationship so the, the, the trick is to get into your patterns and interrupt them yourself so that you can open up to a decent guy and help him actually work with you sexually and otherwise in a way that interrupts your patterns as well. And that's how you start this great relationship and you get involved with each other. Growth, what is growth in a relationship? It is ending and and engaging and, and interrupting each other's defensive survival patterns to create a present environment where everybody's really just there and a real connection happening, a real connection. So try it yourself. Go outside in whatever is nature to you, a park, anything that you can buy as nature, and let something in your environment trip you. Let it interrupt you. So look at a tree, even get better at that. Look at a leaf. Look at the tiniest thing, a leaf, a little flower popping up. Just stand there, stare at it. 
if you treat it like a big redwood, if you treat it like a, a thing that's amazing, it will interrupt your momentary pattern. But you're never going to know if it's interrupting if you don't know what your pattern was before you saw the flower, right? So let's all look at what this pattern is. So first, just go on outside and see which pattern is. What are you doing? Are you looking around? Are you bouncing into your head? What do you do in your head? I know what I do. I'm a maker. I just want to make things. I want to solve puzzles. I don't cook, but I kind of want to cook because the whole concept of making something is so attractive to me. That's why I watch the baking shows, watching people make stuff. Wow. So if, if that's your thing, you might be making stuff up or thinking about what you'd like to write next or video next or who you want to talk to next or how you'd like that date to go next. That's all making stuff, right? Or maybe your thing is worrying about what just happened. Are you going over a conversation? Or maybe it's future. Are you worrying what's going to happen when you get back from your walk? Are you worried about what's going on behind you? Okay, so look at that. See what your patterns are. Maybe I need to give them names. Um, are you worrying in the past? Are you future talking to yourself? Are you making stuff? Are you uh, judging? That's four, but I'm going to have to write this out when they get the transcript. Are you judging? Are you looking at that flower and saying, wow, that's kind of crushed, or I like that color, or I don't like that color? Yes, a positive judgment, still a judgment. Wow, what a pretty tree. Wow, what a pretty flower. Wow, that bunny's so cute. That's a judgment. So you're looking at guys with, he's cute. His hair is nice. And then you're alternately looking at him with, I don't like his teeth. I don't like his nose. Uh, that was my thing. I didn't like your nose. I don't like your hair. I mean, this is life. This is your whole life. This is your life to live. Worrying about a nose or not liking a nose, Where does how does that fit as something important? It doesn't. It's just something that we think is important because it came up so strong for us. Well, it's just a pattern. You know, you gotta kinda go and say, wait a minute. There are some really powerful guys with bad noses or hooky noses or big noses, and I don't seem to mind them so much. A lot of rock and roll singers who are fabulously sexy in other ways are not pretty. So what is that judgment? about his nose or his eye or his teeth or the way he talks or anything. I mean, who cares what he looks like really, as long as it makes you feel something great, right? But we don't think like that. We think in the little tiny pattern ways, right? We're like the jigsaw puzzle of ourselves. So get out there and see if you can start unraveling this jigsaw puzzle, right? So look at the tree, look at the leaves and go, oh, Catch yourself, pretty leaf. Oh, five petals. Oh, it's this kind of leaf. If you're a maker, you'll go, oh, I want to look up leaves in my uh, phone because I want to see what uh, what kind of tree this is, right? Look, uh, if it's like, oh, it's short. Oh, it's small. Oh, the flowers are gone. All those are judgments and observations that are carrying over into men. And yourself, every time you look in the mirror, go shopping, it's all coming out, all these little judgments about you. And in the whole of your life and what you really want, 
those things are so not important. And the weird thing is the things that we think are big deals, other people don't. They think other things are big deals that we don't. So we're just trying to kind of make our thing, our patterns, surely everybody's patterns and they're not. So we're looking at, in my language, making the life that we want. And it does not include the old patterns. So get out there, walk around and see what you can find. Look at the bugs. Look at the leaves. See if you can look at them with empty mind, meaning you can tell the difference. Nothing is coming up. No thought. It's empty. It's like a big open space. If you can do that for one second, you've broken a pattern. See what it feels like when you soften your shoulders. Just try that number one. Look at something and catch yourself judging it. Catch yourself deciding the color. Catch yourself thinking about planting. Catch yourself in future, past, making it, judging it, patterning energy, and see if you could just go empty. And the way you can go empty is softening your shoulders, softening your belly, the whole dance position. So I hope that is helpful.